You know, every week we're so grateful that Blue Beetle Pest Control sponsors our podcast, but today for one week only, we've got an additional sponsor. We'd like to shout out Reynolds Wrap Aluminum Foil, which we all have placed on our heads. The tin foil hats are on, ladies and gentlemen, because on this podcast, we're talking about the truth and how it's out there. Yeah, we talked about this on the show this week and that the the government is starting to acknowledge that aliens could be real, UFOs, definitely a thing. It's starting to become a conversation where it used to get like hushed. It used to get quieted real quick. So the government is now admitting that they never lied because people didn't ask the right questions. Mm. They used to be, they asked, you know, hey, are you guys studying UFOs, UFOs? So it turns out the gov the government doesn't call them UFOs, unidentified flying objects. They call them UAPs, unidentified aerial, per, something. I forget exactly what it stands for, but that's oh, so, why. So if we had said, oh, I think I spotted in a UAP or whatever, they would have been like, oh, okay, let's talk about oh, it. But because we called that. them UFOs. No, so 60 mm. Minutes ran this incredible story that people are still talking about days later, a 15 minute long story where they interviewed like former Navy pilots, pilots who had flown just off the coast of the United States in the Atlantic Ocean, and then also um, like 100 miles off the co- off of San Diego in the middle of the Pacific. And the stories that these pilots are sharing, not only the phenomena they experienced, but the fact that they would experience this every day while they were up there doing their, their pilot training. The, just just the, all sorts of aerial vehicles just maneuvering around. And they're saying like like with, with, a, with a fighter jet, right? You can tell where the where the propulsion comes from, you know, the fire out of the back of the jet, and you can see wings, right, and things like that. They're saying that these particular spacecraft that they haven't been able to identify, you can't tell where the propulsion, they can't just, they can like just stop on a dime and then go the other way without like turning around like a jet would have to. I don't know. All I know is that I think it would be naive of us to think that there isn't something else out there. I mean, why are we here? You know, there's got to be something else out there. But it is weird with all the space travel we've done and just all the knowledge we have. It's weird we haven't come across anything yet that we, you know, know of concrete. Well, we've really only uh, explored our own galaxy. We've, We've sent something all the way to Pluto, but it took 30 years going at incredible high speeds just to get to Pluto. And that, and that, and we're, our little galaxy is one of a gajillion galaxies in this universe, which as far as we know, expands forever. Can oh you imagine gosh. when we all, if, if, you know, we all discover each other, like, can you imagine seriously, if we send some ship up and they discover a planet fully inhabited, just the way earth is, how weird and how many people who want to jump off this planet right now because of cancel culture want to just jump right over to that new planet and see if it's any different over there? You, you see, but you know what? I bet you every planet has their problems just like ours. And I wonder, like, let's say we find another planet of life. Like, what will be on it? Will it be, like, shiny little green or or bluish grayish skinny telepathic reptile looking things? Or maybe we find a planet that's like, 65 million years behind us in its development, and maybe there's a planet full of dinosaurs somewhere. I do think what's wild is that, you know, I've watched a lot of shows on uh, alien abduction and, you know, spotting aliens and UFOs and things like that. And really, probes. The, <laughs> the picture that people mock up and, you know, create of what they say they saw, I mean, they all look so similar. So you do wonder if they are a little with the big eyes and you, you can picture it in your head. And I feel like for whatever reason, it's always been assumed that 
the the alien, you know, the 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 TV alien, the movie alien, they all speak telepathically. Mm. They're just able to just like read each other's thoughts, and there's no actual like communication because they don't have ears. Maybe maybe that's unique to us. Maybe that makes us stand out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I look, it's fascinating though. I mean, it really is wild to think about. If there, if, if in our lifetime, which there won't be, but in our lifetime. There's the opportunity to like go meet something that I could that they have set up a way to communicate with something from another world. <laughs> Hell yeah, you're in. And I and I would go to their planet. Like I would want to. I would want to see what it's like. You know. I, you know. You tell them. You tell them to pull out their smartphone. I'm I'm guessing they have one. Right. And they down download the Q104 KC app mm. so they can listen to the morning drive every morning when they wake up. That's right. Like as much as I am proud to be a representative of Q104 and our radio station, no, that is not the first thing I'm telling. What is them. the first thing that you ask or tell them? What is the bi- I would ask what is the biggest problem on your world? Mhm. I'd like to know. And our want, world's getting cray. And I wonder if it's serious. You wonder if, like, you know, the, the dominant, like, the humans are obviously the dominant species here on our planet. On their planet, the dominant species, whoever we talk to, would they be unified or would there be division? You know, maybe there's blue aliens and green aliens, almost like there's black and white and brown here. You know, is there is there tension between the brown alien or the you know the the blue aliens and the green aliens over there? Like, I I wonder. Yeah, because here there's tension amongst a lot of different people, a lot of different groups, a lot of different things. Cancel culture, I just mentioned a second ago, is a real thing. And I wanted to bring that up today in that we have a new celebrity who has uh, made that cut. She's been, I believe she's on her way to, to the door of being canceled. She's she's walking. She's like steps away. She's maybe in the doorway. <laughs> is the, Okay, so I want to, I told you I wanted to guess who it is. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to take away your oh. making the announcement. I feel everybody's are, are, heard about it by are, now. Are this person's initials C.T.? Sure, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Chrissy Teigen. Bye, Felicia. So here's the thing. I'll be honest. You know, we all have like maybe celebrities that we we were into and celebrities that we just don't connect with. I've never connected with Chrissy Teigen. There's something about her that bugs me. The only time I will say I did connect is I thought she was very open, very raw about her stillborn baby. And she almost maybe too, uh, like a little over the top with it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was ve- she was extremely public about it. Pictures in the hospital room and everything. But as a girl who went through infertility, I can appreciate, you know, her sharing in- the intimate details of what, what she went through. But now things are surfacing from, you know, things that she said to other celebrities who were very young at the time, you know, 16 years old, 17 years old, making comments to them like you should just kill yourself. And it's all documented. It's all stuff she sent on Twitter. So you can look, I mean, it's legit. It's not like someone's making this up. Now, cancel culture drives me nuts. And there are some things that I think, why are we canceling this? Like where, where is this coming from? And there might even be a situation where I say, you know, this is something that happened so many years ago. Why in the world is this being brought up, you know, now? But the fact is, you know, we talked about this on today's show. Words do matter. And and stuff you said, I mean, you know, and look, we were all stupid. And I am sure we've all said things we don't mean or, or whatever. But Chrissy Teigen's one to point out flaws on a lot of people. And I think <laughs> this is one instance. I'm just being totally honest. It feels kind of good for, for her to get a little taste of her own medicine, I yeah, feel like. There, yeah, there was I, a I, little... I mean, I know I shouldn't say that. She, uh, every tweet that Donald Trump said, and by the way, Trump should have st- stopped tweeting the second a he got into the ago, office. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally, totally acknowledge that. 
Uh, but she would just go to war with every little thing he said on Twitter. Even if he, he, he could have said one plus one equals two, and she would have been like, no, idiot, it equals whatever it feels like being. I, I don't know. Like, well, it, here's my thing with celebrities. Of course, we can all think what we want. You can support whatever political candidate you want. I mean, free country, you know, do whatever. But I I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. When But when every celebrity started just going on and on on a daily basis and ripping into whatever politician, you know, of the day, yeah. pick one. I, I'm not, that's not why I want a celebrity in my life. Like example. So she's got this line of cookware and stuff. Now stores are pulling it. So Macy's, Bloomingdale's, um, Target, you know, they've all pulled her stuff. She's got cookbooks and stuff. And I think she's like really handy in the kitchen. Really wonderful. Is she only famous for being John Legend's wife? I mean, she's no. got, she was a model. Yeah. Um, you know, I think she, because of her cooking and her cookware and just her tweeting, to be honest with you, I think that's how she gained a lot of fame. But it's almost like I just wish, can you just stick to the fun stuff? Like, why does everything have to go down the the trolling path? It, it would be nice. And, and you know what? Actually, I do think we are getting there. I will, like, like since we have had a change in president and, and politics have become, and I mean this in a good way, but a little more boring again. Like, politics are boring again. So people aren't talking about it as much. But, yeah, like, we do this on our show. There's occasionally a time where we'll let ourselves get sidetracked by politics, and we have to kind of pull ourselves back and go, whoa, 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 whoa. People are not listening to us to hear about that. No. We are their escape. And it would. It, and I think a lot of entertainers need to realize that, you know, it's it's in the word entertain. You're here to entertain. You're my escape from what the president talked about today yeah. or what the what Congress talked about today. And I think that's why we've talked about that the the ratings for these award shows, the Oscars, the Grammys, the Emmys, the pick one, you know, they've gone in the toilet. And I think it's because you know what's coming with those speeches. It's not thank you to this person and that person and I'm so grateful. It is always, sometimes it's just a sharp left. It's not even about a thank you. It's just some political statement that they want to make. And again, I just don't know that I'm, for me, I, I don't want that. I want you to entertain. I, I, I want you to make a, movies. I think a great example of this, even because I think right at the peak of her popularity, and, and some of you may disagree with this, no problem. This is just how I feel personally. Taylor Swift, at the yes. peak of her popularity, was probably around the time that Donald got elected. Then she decided, and, 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 and hey, kudos to her. She's at a point in her career where she can absolutely, she's allowed to say whatever she wants. Totally. But you, you have to remember, <laughs> it's... No matter what you say, especially like now, 50% of America is going to disagree with you and is going to hate you for saying that. Well, in that Taylor documentary that was on Netflix, I think. Yes, it was. You know, her, her people were basically telling her that because she had to she had to make the decision to tell them like, hey, listen, I'm going to go out and I'm going to start being political. And they were like, I don't know that you want to do that because right. you've got a real good thing going right now. And then not to say that, that a person should be silenced because you can certainly think whatever you want to think. Mm. And I not even saying that I disagree with some of these people and things they've said. It's just there's a time and a place, and I feel like politics have taken over everyone's speak. And I'm just what really, kind of done. One thing that rubbed me wrong, the wrong way about Taylor and how she handled everything, like, I actually, I'm with you. Like, she wanted to say something. Girl, good for you. That's, that, yeah, that, that's, guess, that's but. fantastic. But then she started ragging on her own people. She's like, you know, for a long time, these old white guys told me that I had to be quiet, smile, and look pretty for the camera, and I'm and I'm and I and I sat back. And at first, when you first hear that sentence, you're like, "Well, no, girl, you should be able to say what you want, what you are able to say, what you want." But I'm like, looking back, if you think about it logically, 
I think that was pretty good career advice for her because it led to her literally being the biggest star in the world. And I've had this conversation with other people and I think a lot of us feel, you know, the same way is just like, dang, like, why'd she have to go there? Like, can't we just enjoy? One thing I loved about her was just it was about the entertainment. It was about the music. Kind of stay in your lane. I say the same thing about myself. It's not like I'm telling other people to do this, but Mm -hmm. look, I know, again, we know what people come to our show for and they do not come to our show to hear us spout out our political opinions. No one cares. And and, and you and I at times struggle with that. I think especially on this podcast opposed to the show, maybe Mm -hmm. so much. Sometimes you and I go, because I I watch, uh, I watch our producer Tater who gets real silent. He's like, I ain't talking about none of this. Good on you. Politically, that's kind of where he is anyway. Just he's not real one way or the other. Just sort of. And I'm happy about that because the fact that I was Ubering somebody around the other day when we were talking about the whole mask, this, and he got into politics, and I go, hey, ignorance is bliss for me because y'all can sit here and get mad and heated over things, and I'm just like, yeah, if it's important to me, it should be, but, and I get that, and and as an artist, they should know when to speak out on certain things. Now, there's somebody going to advise them, and sometimes you get bad advice, sometimes you get great, and Taylor did get great advice, but she just, I guess, was fed up, and she has such a platform now that she wants people to hear what she has to say, which is a good thing, but also, you need to watch what you do, because Colin Kaepernick, it happened to him. He wanted to do something, and you know what I think? If you're a celebrity, go to YouTube. Get your get your voice out that way. Don't go and start berating other people and telling them what to do or or you know Kaepernick did it his own way and look what kind of happened. I mean, but it's yeah. it's tough. He he pretended like he was losing money when the whole time he had signed a Nike contract for twenty million dollars. That dude's a liar. Like I'm sorry, dude. Colin was such a liar about. He's like I don't make any money more, but I'm still giving millions of dollars to charity, dude. You're getting paid by Nike. Like that that's been proved. Like you you came out and said that that guy that guy was very full of it. Sorry. Yes. I would like to get out of this conversation before we go too deep into the political realm. I think it's probably smart to stop with that. But you did mention just a second ago, Tater, about you were Ubering. And mm-hmm. I have a story uh, to bring it up a little bit about an Uber driver. Um, I, did you guys hear this story when it happened? Because I did not. But now I'm getting a follow-up. So if anybody did. So there's this girl, Latanya Young, and she was um, an Uber driver in Atlanta in 2018. And she mentioned to a passenger named Kevin that she could not re-enroll at Georgia State because she still owed them 700 bucks in back tuition. She was bummed. This guy that she was Ubering around, he ended up paying it for her. And when she promised to pay him back, he said, just graduate. It was just a good deed, you know, by a nice person she happened to pick up. So a year later, she ended up getting her degree in criminal justice. Oh my gosh, that's my dream. And <laughs> Kevin went to her graduation. And earlier this month, he was there again to see her get her bachelor's degree. It was her associates she got the first time. And then she just wrote a book called From Broken to Blessed. And I'm sure that story is a part of it. But there you go. There's something uplifting for you. Tater, you never know who you're going to have in, in your car when you're Ubering. So maybe you know, think hey, of your wish list. Ask, yeah, if you just you should really start asking all your passengers for some money. I should be like, you know, the taxes uh, really hit me hard. You know, I'm still owning the IRS from 2018. You know that I have said things to people because you know we I we talk about the most wildest stuff in the world. You know, you you really it's crazy because I can share with that stranger something on a 20 minute drive. That not even a lot of you know good friends, not like your best friends, but you're kind of your right. buddies don't even know, and because you're probably never going to see that person ever again. And I have we talked about money before, and nobody's ever thrown me anything like I got a twenty dollar tip one time, but they didn't right. pay my uh, tuition or anything hey, you like that. Tell well, you didn't ask. I mean, people in the car, you tell them about the hemorrhoids and all that, and they just because they don't care. Eh? Yeah, sitting on the sitting on the side of my cheek, they're like, "Why are you doing that?" I'm like, "Well, check these out right here." You know, right. easy, a little, a little bumpiness action. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. This is so earlier in the podcast, Jenny, you talked about Chrissy Teigen and how her products were pulled from yeah. the stores. Celebrity products, I can't get enough of. Especially like the dumber they are, the more I want to talk about them because they crack me up. We talked about this on on this morning's show here on May 19th. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. The vagina candle. <laughs> oh, so this boy. thing came out a couple years ago, and it was a hot topic. Like people were like, "What?" And I swear she does this stuff for attention. She's got this Goop website where you know she features a vagina candle. Like, of course, everybody's gonna talk about it. And when you say Goop website, you're not like describing the website. The actual name of the website is like Goop. is Goop.com, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I guess she is now being sued. Because a, a customer who bought one of her vagina candles claims it's dangerous. He said he was burning it for uh, like two hours or less, and the vagina candle exploded mm. all over his apartment. Oh, boy. Which, the joke writes itself. We'll let you come up with your own joke there. We don't really have to. Yeah, and there's not really much else to the story. It's simply just just sip, let that simmer. Just he's let that. He's building a class action lawsuit. He's hoping to sue Gwyneth Paltrow and her goop company for $5 million. Dollars. The company, of course, is like, this is stupid. This is frivolous. You just want attention and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, oh, pot kettle. Well, here's here's where I think the guy's going to lose. I think he doesn't have a chance in winning. He admitted publicly that he was aware of the disclaimer on the candles to not burn them for more than three hours at a time. Now, he claims it was like two hours and 30 minutes. I don't know. At that point, I feel like, dude, you shouldn't have said anything. You should have kept your mouth shut. Right. Now you're going to lose. Yeah, he's going to lose because right there. And there's no proof. There's no way to prove how long you actually had it burning or whatever. So that's, yeah. What do you think? A part of me, you know, I can't, I don't, I don't, this is going to sound gross. I don't mean it to. I promise when I say this, it's just from a genuine place of curiosity, not a place of pervertedness. I can't help but be curious and want to know what the candle smells like. I want to buy one and smell it. Not because I'm weird, because like she openly says, like it smells like her downstairs. <laughs> I so, mean, what? I mean, how do you get the smell of the JJ? Like what? How? How? What? What? You know, I have but, so many things I could say here, but I'm not. I just you take a cotton swab, put it up in there, and when eventually when you get enough to make a candle out of it, like I don't you know, know. It's, I put a tampon. I'm it's not, not sure. Oh no. my god, too far. No. No. No, Same thing. Gross. I'm not saying at that time of month. Oh, you, come on now. You did Yeah, you you went there. That's uh, disgusting. But I will tell you what, uh, I you think it is. I think it's a curiosity thing that that people, men and women, probably more men, are going to buy that because it's curiosity of just like you. They're like, okay, but why would you spend the money? Like, do you really want that in your apartment? You Imagine know, bringing for, a girl home and having giggles. that sitting I'm out. gonna go to her website right now just to see because she's known for all of these. This is the same woman, by things. the way. Who's named her kids uh, Apple and what else? Moses. Moses. Um, What are all Kim and Kanye's? Because I know there's a Northwest, but isn't there like a isn't there like a Southwest Traffic Way kind of name too for one of those kids? Southwest Airlines. Seventy eastbound. Northeast. Loaded up and trucking. Seventy westbound would be better. There you go. Right. Now see, she's got lots of scrubs and cleansers, and I mean, girl does have good skin, so like I'm here for that. But let's see. I always thought she was a poor choice to cast in the Iron Man movies. I didn't see Robert Downey Jr. settling for a like the Pepper Potts character she plays. I'm all about like Pepper Potts is is, is awesome, but I I don't see Robert Downey Jr. gets you know, his character getting any woman in the world and, and settling for for Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, I don't know. That's all I know me. is that if you're gonna 
shop on the Goop website, you have to have a lot of money because she's showing a pair of pants, which basically look like black capri pants to me. $495. Yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, this stuff's pretty pricey. Um... Mm, what else does she have on here? It's no different oh. than, a, than a Louis Vuitton purse. We told, told the story about the girl whose graduation present was, a, was an $1,800 purse that got stolen here in Kansas City. That And, and, it's, and it's just because of the brand on it. You, you get a purse that works just as good for $40, $50, see but you, but you throw a name on it. You know, what the, you know who the biggest offender of that is, by the way? This is, hey, take this from somebody who knows. Somebody who wears headphones for a living Beats headphones are garbage. I've had two pair of Beats headphones and they broke within two months. There have been studies done. There are people who have taken a pair of Beats headphones and torn them apart and found $16 worth of technology in headphones that they sell for $300 a piece. Oh, I believe it. And I bought them and I spent a lot on them, but I bought them because I thought, well, they are expensive, but we use them every day for work. It seemed like a justifiable purchase. Yeah, well, and the fact that a world-renowned producer, Dr. Dre, is back, you know, putting his name on it, you figure, Mm -hmm. okay, this is probably the technology he uses when he's in the studio. And I'm sure his, Dr. Dre's Beats headphones probably have $300 worth of technology in them so he can decipher sounds and lyrics, things like that. I'm saying what he puts on the shelves, though, what Apple bought him, $3.2 billion. Congrats, Dr. Dre. Make that money and I'm mad at you for that. But Beats are, are the best example I've ever had of a what's considered a premium brand absolutely not have a premium product. There are some brands that are worth, like, um, especially in food, you know, a, a Velveeta shells or Kraft mm-hmm. macaroni and cheese, Way better than say the you know the the best choice or the great value macaroni and cheese. There is a difference there. Sure, Beats headphones compared no, to trash. a Sony or a Bose or a JBL do not come close. Like just this is just my advice, me to you. I I, I will never because I got a, a pink pair and then I got a blue pair. Like I, that's how they got me because yeah. they're they're cute and the colors and whatever. And it total waste of money. Total waste of money. Look great on your Instagram pictures though when you're wearing the Beats headphones. You look like you're on sure top did. of it, like you're on trend. You look like you're you're all. But dude, Beats headphones as far as quality. And mine broke ten months after I bought. Like less than a year. Right up there with Xbox, just trash. Back ah. to the Goop website, there is an earring that looks like a paperclip, and when I tell you it looks just like a paperclip, right. you could probably fashion one yourself today. Uh, $3,412. Ah. <laughs> so. Well, here's the deal. Gwyneth has learned that there's a lot of suckers in the world, the and there Dick there are people who will buy that, who will spend $3,412 to make oh. it look like they have paperclips through their earlobes and... They'll be like, yeah, but this is from Gwyneth Paltrow, so I'm like really cool, even though nobody thinks that. The about vagina me. candle, by the way, $75. Sold out? The, I don't know. There's a votive. You can get a smaller version for $20. Oh, and they even have a This Smells Like My Vagina roll on. So you've seen like roll on perfumes. Um, $45 if you're interested. I can't. I'm over her. What would you do if I got you? Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina roll-on as a Christmas gift. It would be very funny. We would get a good chuckle, but I would not wear it. Unless it smells. Maybe it smells amazing. Who knows? 
We don't know what uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's really vagina <laughs> smells like. It may smell like roses or the lilac tree in my front yard. You know what I think? I think Mitch from Blue Beetle is going to be thrilled to death that he is uh, <laughs> going to be talked about right after the vagina candle. But it's spring and those bugs are coming. <laughs> Ants, termites, get your home prepared. Kid and pet safe. Mitch, the owner, he's a great guy. Go to bluebeetlepest.com for more info. And uh, if you're a brand new customer, initial treatment, 10 bucks off. Just mention that you heard about it on the Morning After podcast. Keep keep an eye on our social media page. Pages as well, because I believe Jenny's getting some preventative pest treatment from Blue Beetle at the house today. I am. I'm excited. You're sending Mitch up to the North. To the Northland. Yeah. We're going to get rid of the Blue Beetles, the Black Beetles, the Red Beetles, the Ladybugs, the Mosquitoes, the Ants. Well, because to be real, you know, we clean a lot. You know, a house is very tidy. Y'all are freaks when it comes to keeping that thing clean. Last <laughs> night, my husband, who enjoys a bubble bath... <laughs> I probably shouldn't tell his secrets, but he does. He has some very special, like, lavender salts (laughs) he likes to use. How many vagina candles does he light? (laughs) Does he enjoy the smell of his own vagina in the bathtub? I'm sorry, Matthew. Matthew, I'm sorry. I know Matthew could wipe the floor with me on the golf course and in a fist fight. Just like he wipes his vagina. It's fine. Um, Right. He... What was the point of the story? Oh, he was getting ready to get into the bath, and there were little, there were like little bugs in the bathtub. So Ooh. I'm actually going to have Mitch check that out today. I and had find that out. too. Did you really? Right around the drain, they're yeah. like little gnats. Yes. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I, I was like, I'm not. I mean, listen, I'm not the cleanest person in the world, but I want to. What is no. going on in my vein? No. Or hold, with the, the, hold tight. Were the you drain. about? Were you about to take a bubble bath? I, you know, I'm, and I was just about to say this. So I was walking through the store the other day, and uh, Hy-Vee has a section where they have these bath bombs. Mm-hmm. And I was right. thinking, I'm like, do you just drop that in the water, and it kind of just fills up, and it just it smelt? I want to do a bath bomb. They I have actually... one called the F bomb. I love it. I love <laughs> what, it. What is it? It's a bath bomb, but, but it's called the like, F bomb. But what is the? Is it? Are they just saying that to be funny, or like, does yeah. the F mean like flower Probably. or, or fluorescent? Funny. They all smell the same to me, but yeah, you know, they're fruity or flowery or whatever, but. Yeah, they make your skin soft. It's very nice. I, I, I do enjoy dropping the bath bomb into the bathtub and watching watching it do its thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun to watch. I haven't taken a bath since before puberty. <laughs> I mean, it feels good. It does. Re- I actually just read there's a study on this. It's supposed to help with anxiety and depression. And I believe that because I think that, you know, a hot bath or like a hot tub, you know what I mean? Like being in the heat, it does relax you. You know, they say the hot, the, the, a rumor that I believe is true. Unlike, you remember, okay, I think it was on this podcast we talked about how they said the old rumor when you were a kid that Mountain Dew lowers your sperm count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, sitting in a hot tub actually does lower lower your boy's ability to uh, further the species. I'll tell you what else does is putting a laptop on your lap. Like, men aren't supposed to do that. Really? Mm-hmm. Keep the laptop away from your balls, boys. And boys, you're supposed to eat blueberries to keep everything in check with the old prostate. That's all I'm saying. Really? I eat blueberry yogurt almost every morning. Hey, you're you're, very healthy. uh, You're four years away from your first (laughs) pinky up the backside. Yeah, so when are you supposed to get that done? Around the 40, you're supposed to get something up there and they're supposed to check around. Yep, 40, you want to get checked and you got to do it, man, because it's. I feel sorry for any of you. Do you know what women have had to go through like our whole lives? Sure. Uh, yeah, good luck. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, and, and you, you birthed two children. So, uh, you know, what's, what's a pinky up the backside to us? You right. know, we Is it just do... the pinky? It's, are you sure it ain't any other fingers? I heard it's oh like the God. index and middle finger. Like You think it's a two-finger swab? Yeah, it's a, a prostate check, right? Yeah. yeah I think but it's two fingers. I, well, I don't, I don't know. You're I closer just... to it than I am, so I let that. me know how many fingers goes up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us like, everything. You I'm know we want to know all the details. I'm a little bit like, Mike, it's two fingers. <laughs>
Ugh. The worst part is the doctor afterwards. Well, you know, he, he, he's done, so he you know he gets out of there. And then I feel like there are some <laughs> doctors in the world who like just to mess with you real quickly, bring their hand around up no. to your nose and just go. Ha -ha. No, no, gross. <laughs> So nasty. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even think about that. Could you imagine it getting that on video? Oh, Ugh. I tell you what, I felt demeaned and humbled just when I had to drop trowel just to get a, the steroid shot in the butt cheeks a couple weeks ago. And that was just the cheeks. Man, when it comes time for the, the glory hole there, I don't know, man. That's just going to be. Uh... You guys have no idea. I mean, here I am in the oh. hospital about to give birth. My legs are as open for all the world to see. I've got six nurses, two doctors. <laughs> My mother-in-law, my husband, like everyone was in the room for all to see. But were they all down down there on that side? Well, we got a mirror because I couldn't see what was going on. So they like, I didn't know how to push because I couldn't feel anything. So they're like, let's bring the mirror in. So I'm like, okay, great idea. So then I got to see more of myself than I ever wanted to see. Is that the first time you, okay, real talk. That I've that, ever looked down no, there? That you've ever, no, like that you've ever seen your own vagina, like all, like from, like from that angle. Because like you can look down, that's one thing. Oh yeah. But to see it from that angle. I, I've never seen all that before. You're like... Is that me? <laughs> I was like, is that going back to normal? <laughs> we getting back to normal there? Oh, it's like um, a watermelon. No, and then I'll never forget, I had, uh, my doctor was out of town, she's female, and so it was a male doctor who delivered, who was it? Delivered Julianne or My Miles? It was with Miles. And um, and he's down there, and I ripped a little, so he's sewing me up, like literally like needle and thread, like yes. sewing me up. So, by the way, not like she farted. Uh -huh. Like literally rip. Oh like, yeah, like tear. Like, oh I, my god! I, I know that happens, and and. Oh, so he's down geez. there. He's sewing me up, and you can picture like someone sewing, and it's the needles going up and down and up and down. And he's, he's doing like, his job. I just want to tell you, he's like, I really enjoy listening to you on the radio. He's like, love to come in for a tour sometime. Oh no! Awkward. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was awkward. So then you think that's awkward. So then the next day they come in and they check on you because hemorrhoids are a real thing after you've given birth. And so the next. Day, I'm laying, you know, in my hospital bed. And I'm sore and whatever. And he comes in. Face down, ass up. He needs, <laughs> he needed me to roll over to my side so he could look at my anal cavity. At of which course. point, he continued to ask about the tour of the radio station and Jeez. what a big fan and this and that and the other. And I was like, Is this happening right now? I'm right, dying. Okay, but real talk, like, I love that story. That's a great story that um, you have to tell. Now it's an awesome story. Sure. But if I'm listening to it, they, a little unprofessional on the doctor's no. part. I Here's what I think. I don't. I think that's what they do every day. He's looked at butts and vaginas all day long. I think he's like. Yeah, but part of the job <laughs> there is is to realize that maybe even though you do it every day, like for you, this is new and, and a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and, and you're a pro's pro, Jenny. But that, like that's there's got to be a little sense of embarrassment there because they've got a doctor combing around the hemorrhoids around my butt. Like, it's an you know embarrassing what? thing. Except, yeah, except for here's the thing. You just gave birth. Like, I mean, you're looped up on medications and everything else and just so, like, in awe of this child and this miracle and whatever. So it's, I don't know, it didn't, I actually think it's mm. funny. But I just, now to look back, I'm like, oh my God, we really had that conversation. Well, well great. no, he's a good doctor. He was nice. I don't think Dr. Doolittle is out of, out of place there because I think he's just trying to make small talk yes. and he knows you to an extent, and he's trying to make small talk to make it kind of go by easier, because who really wants to sit in silence to get their hemorrhoids checked? Well, I'm going to tell you this, too. My gyno is my daughter's best friend's mom. So I see her at every soccer game. I see her at school. I see her all the time. Like, she's one of my friends. <laughs> 
And I go to her. I pay her to stare at my vagina. Well, it's, you know, so the first time I went to her, because I was going to another doctor, but it just wasn't working out. So I switched and I thought, well, who better to go to than someone that I know and trust? I know she's a great doctor. And so, but the first time I went, I mean, I had an anxiety attack. I had hives all over my chest. I was sweating profusely because I was so nervous. (laughs) And she couldn't have been more professional. Like, again, this is what she does every day. She sees this all day, every day. It's not new to her. Like if if, if she were to come into, like, say she were to... Want to advertise her practice. Right. She comes into the radio station. You'd be like, girl, I got you. Come here and just sit here. Just say this. And she'd probably be very nervous. Nervous wreck, right. You'd be like, girl, it's fine. It's just microphone. Totally. And if she screwed up or something, I'd be like, oh, I screw up all the time. Like, no big deal. Right. So, I, But it was just, it, it was very awkward, very, very uncomfortable. Well, when I left, I was so happy I had chosen her because I felt like I was in really good hands. And, you know, she is a pro. <laughs> right. You probably walked out. You feel, you're like, I, I feel so fresh. That ain't probably were. Yeah, skipping along, skipped my little, oh yeah, got but, a healthy vag over here. But she, during that exam, they also check, you know, they do a breast exam. So she's like literally got her hands all over my boobs and she's like, so, you know, what are we going to do this Saturday after the game? Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh boy. As she's feeling you up. Yeah. Now, the only bad thing would be like, you're on, you're at the soccer practice and she walks over and she'll be like, about your pap smear. I'd be like, shut the hell up. We're at the soccer game or whatever. But you know. here's what's also convenient. <laughs> I was out of pills and I had to, I just sent her a text and I was like, ah, shoot, can you put in a refill? I didn't have to go through all the, huh. you know, all the channels. I just, she was able to get it done. So. Could you, could you estimate and, and like, like a serious guess, how many doctor friends are in your phone? Oh my gosh. Um, two of the people we do life with on the regular uh, our doctors. One is, uh, what does she call it? Internal medicine. Mm. And the other, so she's, I, well, you know, just, you can ask her any general doctor question. And believe me, I do. I've asked her so many questions. <laughs> and then I've got the gyno doctor. Right. Um, who else do I have? Yeah, I think that's it. Those are my two closest do doctor have, connections. Do you have any lawyer friends? No. Well, yeah, that's not true. My husband's college roommate is now a lawyer. But he does like... Um, Workman's comp cases and stuff. I know you want criminals. You want you I'm want murder. Looking, yeah, I'm looking for the the murders and things like that. I want you to become friends with a judge. Oh, be great. Like you know, criminal trials one thing, but the the judge like that'd be awesome. Or a or, defense attorney. Or, or or a felon. Yeah. Yeah. You should write letters pound. to people in prison. Yeah. Write letter to Leavenworth. There yeah, you go. Right. All hey, you listen. do is you'd get all the only letters you get back are send nudes. Like. <laughs> Show me your they'd be like, They'd be like, I will tell you in detail everything I did in exchange for a <laughs> naked photo, head to toe, oh would you God. send it? No, I wouldn't. Well, I'm sure I'd send them somebody else's picture. They don't have to know. There you go. Yeah. Hey, that's smart. Yeah, we'll Photoshop your face onto someone else's body. They do it all the time on the internet. Screw it. Sure, sure. <laughs> or just send like a picture like the ugliest naked woman you could find with like warts and rolls and all that. <laughs> no, oh, I want that God. confession. We got to send them something good. These are my confessions. Hmm. Fascinating conversations today. <laughs> See, we got a, we got knocked out aliens. Uh, Chrissy Teigen and Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, vagina we, candles. Vagina candles. Um, I, I think we got everything. Is there anything else anyone wanted to mention? Anything My on your mind? Medical history. I feel like we're. We did talk day. about Jenny's hemorrhoids and her a tear rippage. Oh, just for something fun, um, I will tell you that there is a book that was wildly popular with women called "The Woman in the Window." Have you heard of that? The book. You don't read. You wouldn't have heard of it. And Thank you're not a you. woman. Anyway, it was a really popular book. There is now, uh, the movie is now on Netflix. And Amy Adams stars in it. She does. And it's weird. I will tell you, I had a hard time following the book because it's a really weird story. And if you watch the movie, you'll see what I'm talking about. It makes so much more sense as a movie. It's pretty good. Did you watch it already? I yeah, I watched it. I, I saw the preview for it because it was like the number one thing on Netflix. So I, I watched the, yeah. the trailer I was like, oh, this looks like it sucks. It's weird. I think if you liked the book, you'll love the movie. Um, 
it's it's weird. It's just a weird movie, but it is good. It's, it's worth weird. a watch. All right. yeah. Tater, what do you got? Now that we're close to the end of the podcast, Jenny, I want you to do something. I hope all of our listeners do the same thing because I just experienced this this morning for the first time. Google Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay, hold on. But Fresh. you make sure it's Google. Oh, hold on. Google. So anybody Fresh listen to this, Prince. get out your computer. And I want Bel-Air. you, I think it's on the computer screen. You have to do it. Okay. I Googled it, but now right. what? Do you see a license plate? It's blue and yellow. Yes. Click on it. Oh! A cab rolls across the screen and it changes the entire screen to old school Google lettering. Now hit the back button. Oh, that say, is so cool. I kind of wish you wouldn't have said what it does. Oh! <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you that part. Oh my gosh! I don't. Yeah, I don't want to tell anybody. Go do it. It's awesome. Uh, all right. So go. To, so don't don't just type it. Go to Google.com, then type in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and then click on the license plate, and then click on the license plate again. Uh, yeah. No. And then click the back button. Oh my gosh! That is too good. Can you put the microphone closer to your laptop so people can at least hear, or will that ruin it? Um, you could he- no, you you gotta you gotta see it. Okay. It's a great visual. Yeah, Google do it. Com and then uh, the Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Oh, that's too good, Tater. I like that. Thank you, Tater. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Uh, do that. Have fun. Uh, enjoy doing that on Google and thinking about all of the uh, terrage and hemorrhoids on Jenny's Nether regions. <laughs> You're welcome for that, by the way. You're welcome, Blue Beetle Pest Control. Are you sure you still want to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> Check them out at BlueBeetlePest.com.